bull. Bull man. Bull dragon man. He was a bull. Then he was a dragon. Now he's a bull dragon. <laughs> but he's still Taldor! Anyway. Uh... <laughs> Orange, <laughs> yellowish orange, burnt need, orange, bur- burnt umber, cheeto orange, 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 orange. Welcome to Unfurled. Uh, yet again, it's it's like a episode negative eleven. Yep. Oh wow, we're getting close. Yeah, we're eleven episodes away from zero, where we should be actually at a the quality that we left at. Uh, at the very least, uh, yeah, top of quality. We're we're not exi- unfurled is not the brand you think of when you think <laughs> of quality entertainment. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I I suppose yeah, intros. I'm Tal. I'm Roland. I'm Car. And I'm a seventy-two. And we're missing a Griffin. You're a seventy-two. I'm a seventy-two. Do you know well, what numbers 70... don't lie, right? Do you know what a seventy-two is? No. Mm-hmm. It's like sixty-nine, but with three fingers in the ass. <laughs> Oh, see, I've I've uh, only heard of it. I've only heard of the sixty-eight. Okay, so the the whole reason I know of this is a friend of my brother used to work on uh, movie sets, and he actually worked on a movie set with Arnie. And he asked, he's like, Arnie, you know, Arnie, how was your night? And he was like, it was good. I picked up a waitress after after the show. And I'm like, oh yeah. He's like, we did seventy two. He's like. What the fuck is a 72? And he's like, it's like 69, but with three fingers in the ass. Apparently, he's fucking a riot. <laughs> Apparently, that guy. And he's just like, this is just some random, like, stage hand. Uh, Arnie, Arnie like, does seem like the coolest, like, uncle kind of guy. Really, oh, my God. Apparently, he has a guy that follows him around, like, when he's meeting fans and stuff like that, that stands behind him and has to tap him on the shoulder when it's enough time. Like, so he gets to see everybody. <laughs> Otherwise, he would talk for fucking days. Like, he just has to go, okay, that's good. And I'd go, okay. And then goes to the next person. Like, yeah. he has a fucking guy that's just like, all right, shut up now. Keep going. Like, I, I can. I feel like I can totally use a guy that, like that actually. sometimes. Arnold is one of those people <laughs> who, when people talk about Arnold, it's a little hard to wrap your head around exactly what this guy is. Uh, because, as someone else put it, the guy... Moved to another country, didn't speak a lick of their language, ended up marrying into the equivalent of that country's royalty, became a superstar without, again, barely speaking any of their language at this point, got famous, became one of the most iconic action heroes in that country's literature and he was also uh what is it mr universe i believe yeah became famous for body lifting 
and then moved on to govern in said country. Fucking ridiculous. Like, <laughs> like he has done more in his life than most people will in basically their entire like family Like, he's just legacy. gone in and owned several professions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. like it, it, it's one of those things, like, you know, most entire family lines don't have that much in their fucking history. And he just, like, he just comes in and he's like... Keeps doing it. I'm gonna do all of it. Just And they're, they're like, okay, Arnold, you move to another country. What do you want to do? And he's like, everything... <laughs> like, just bucket list. Like, yeah. he's just like, Are you here for business or pleasure? Everything, <laughs> all of it. <laughs> like, uh, oh my god, it, it's just like it, it kind of blows my mind that, that a person like that exists today. Like, and the fact that you know a guy like Arnold Schwarzenegger does hang out in things like the fitness subreddits and just talks to people. Yeah, oh, and you, and you forgot the detail of of governed without even <clears throat> collecting a paycheck. What? When he was governor of California, he never accepted a paycheck. Are you serious? Yeah. He absolutely, he, I, th or I think by law they had to pay him, so he took like $1 a year or something like that, but he took no pay for being the governor of California. Really? That's ridiculous. That's... I just wanted sad. to give back to the, the country that let him do all that. I, I had wow. no idea that was a thing. And, and like, it's funny, because like, you look at him, and then you look at like, other people right now that are in like the bodybuilding uh, uh, thing, like the whole, the whole scene of bodybuilding. And it's all these like just ridiculously roided out veiny tattooed to fuck dude bros that are like, they're so hard to listen to it all, let alone respect in any way. Because they don't really, I don't know. It well, depends which weightlifting community you're well, like. And, uh, actually no, looking I'm talking at. about people like, like Cali Muscle and all those assholes. And the thing is like, you know, the, or that other asshole who like slap boxed that one kid who had autism. We, we can just summarize it with CrossFit, really. Yeah. And, <laughs> and like, and like you look at people like that, that tap out. and they're like literally getting into fights with each other at like m like bodybuilding conventions and shit. Well, that's because they're I'm, so full of steroids. Yeah, yeah. Just their testosterone. You see that, and then you look at Arnold Schwarzenegger. The dude was larger than life. Well, just and large. moved on to like fucking govern a state. And then I look back at these people and I'm like, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> you have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like, I, I feel like, I feel like there used to be this almost like nobility in a way in like the bodybuilding scene. And then now that just got replaced with dude bro -y bullshit. You know, it, well, I mean, what hasn't that happened to really? I guess, you know, like, you, you know, and I, I do agree to a point that, yeah, like weightlifting is still sacred to a lot of people. Yeah. And there's always been like weightlifting and bodybuilding and all that has always had that stigma. It has. But the thing is, it's not always been true. But like, <laughs> no, but that's the same is true. Now you have like body lifting douchebags on steroids. Yeah. Well, and then and, you have like the genuine, there's a lot of genuine bodybuilders that are just nice people well, and, willing to help. And to be fair, Arnold was on a lot of steroids. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I doubt that you get that big naturally. Well, no, but. he, and that's the thing. He was on a lot of steroids. He, he admits to it. And it's like, like the thing is he's got interesting views on it. Cause his whole thing is that like steroids are just another supplement kind of thing. 
and you know it's just it's whey protein it's creatine it's steroids it's the same shit to him which i guess makes sense in a way in, in some i think ways, that's how I mean, most people that do it view that yeah um regardless I, of its side effects yeah well yeah um it's been a week yeah um, well, two weeks. Also, someone in the chat asking... Uh, <laughs> what else would he be vaping on? Yeah, yeah asked me <laughs> what I was uh, vaping on, and I, I'm currently vaping Illusion Vapors, Taste of Gods. This is basically my go-to... I was going to say, have not, you... Not like, taste of it. <laughs> I don't recall you having vaped much else. I have the chill over there that's really good. It's like this lemon-lime soda stuff. It kind of tastes like a San Pellegrino. It's really good. Right on. Uh, but yeah. Okay. So when you said chill, I just like, I just replaced the Arnie as Mr. Freeze because we've been talking about <laughs> chill. Like, that's what I'm vaping. Chill out. I'll have some of this vape. Oh my God. That's, that's, that's going to be the whole. That's the thing is Mr. Mr. Freeze. That not even just Mr. Freeze. That entire movie. Oh, that those <laughs> movies are rough. They're yeah. like, there, Gotham there movies, is Vegas. Though. Yay. That, that entire movie is legendarily bad. But there are always going to be those movies and those actors' career that they just look at and go, I'm not proud of that. <laughs> well, that is that is absolutely one of those films. Uh, fucking, yeah. Even, when, you, when you get to look at something, you're just like, yeah, that's what I did. Well, also, even George Clooney I mean, admitted that porn. that movie was a piece of crap. Yeah. But, he, he was talking about like some – he was like – he's talking about why people don't like – uh, like automatically have a bad stigma about fucking like uh, comic book movies and Batman movies and stuff. And – he said that he he's pretty sure it's just because, you know, people end up imagining, you know, and in his words, it was some guy in a spandex suit with nipples kind of thing. Like, so, yeah, uh, he's just making uh, fun of it. Like, and that's the thing is that movie really did put a fucking nail in the coffin for comic book movies for a while. It, well. Well, yeah. I mean, when when you get when you get hired for, you know, an acting position and they're like, here's your list of ice puns. And that's that's all you <laughs> fucking get. Like, yeah, it's kind of like, and oh, this was not movies, written well. The, that, the 90s were a special time when it came to movies, though. Movies could get away with a lot of bullshit. It was a good time, though. I don't know. I think I think a lot of 90s movies still Hold their own. They now. don't. Hold most, their oh, they own. totally do. Right, I, name, I feel like few. most. Name a few. Lots. <laughs> the Crow. The Crow. There you go. The, it, fucking, had, fucking amazing. Even the Crow. Uh, has, Reservoir if, Dogs. If you uh, okay, okay. Reservoir. Oh, dogs, that's the thing. Is that was a a classic, but that's not a lot. Like even the Crow. If you go back. Had a lot of like '90s tropes that don't like. Really yeah, let, fly. let's face it. A lot of things that happened in the '90s should stay there. Yeah, cough, we, cough, we can bang, go. Fuck, I'm dead. We, we will, can go man. back and enjoy these things like and <laughs> nostalgically, but oh, I'm not saying that they didn't have will, their '90s flavor, but just like things. Well, people things have romanticized the '90s a lot, and the thing is, that's me, sometimes the '90s suck. flavor just feels like bo, like. <laughs> That the, was the 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 thing that came before Axe body spray. Uh, <laughs> I mean, really, though, like, if you think about it, the '90s really were not that bad because the worst we had to worry about was. I just got handed a list of movies that happened in the '90s. So we got no. pop, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, which, that's right. good. yeah. I was gonna all say right. Forrest Gump, which okay, oh, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. Okay, Forrest Gump was critically acclaimed at its time, right? And today, though, going back and watching it, it's. <laughs> It's all it's borderline inappropriate and it it doesn't really hold up. Borderline inappropriate. <laughs> um Clueless 
Titanic. I, yeah, no, okay, Clueless can... The Matrix. Oh, Titanic was late 90s. Yeah, The Matrix. Amazing. No. Yes. Yeah. Not that Very good. Very good, yeah. Good the movie. The first Matrix, yes. Um, Silence of the Lambs, which is okay. okay. Uh, well, yep. Uh, Goodfellas, I've never seen it. You've never seen Goodfellas? Oh no. my God, that oh. movie is fucking incredible. We are uh, strapping you down and watching it. We've got Toy Story Ooh. and Lion King. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, Dazed and Confused. Uh, no. Uh, the Usual Suspects. Uh, Reservoir Dogs. No. Schindler's List. Big Lebowski. See what I mean? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. Jurassic Park, The Sixth Sense, Seven. I don't even know what Seven is. Seven Deadly Sins. That's the. the uh, no, it's uh, just called. No, no, but it, that's, seven. that was what it was about. Then that's yeah. Um, it had, uh, what's really really disturbing, actually. Uh, Ten things I hate about you, all-time classic. Yeah, American Beauty. Fight Club. Uh, Fight that Club. Is, but... uh, American Beauty is one of the only movies that my parents have ever walked out of a theater on. Like, they were just like, nope, this is just... Clerks, there's one that I really fucking hate, but everybody says is just the best. I can't. I can't deal. I can't deal with Clerks. What, it, what okay. can't you deal with? It... <laughs> The clerk's part. <laughs> it, it's a bunch of people and sitting around tangent. having fucking stupid bullshit conversations that have nothing to do with anything. That's the point. It, you just described dumb. this podcast. It's dumb. <laughs> I want so to this podcast. Like that's the thing. It's like you know the the whole like having random like geeky conversations. Uh, where, well, uh, you know, with, with, you know, in the, in a movie, like that's okay. But the thing is like, if your whole movie is just people standing around bullshitting with a little bit of plot sprinkled in, like, come on. That, that, that was the point. That was the point of that movie though. I, I don't but know. at least I, he didn't try to be something else. You I, know what I mean? I hated more when a big production studio is like this movie is going to be the movie that changes your fucking life. And it's a pile of garbage. At least when Kevin Smith did that, he was like, no, this is what the movie is about. This is, it, he didn't pretend it to be that I, it wasn't pretending to be anything. There, there's and a then lot of people students everywhere are just going, but, but we need to analyze it. Well, no. that, that's the thing is a lot of people talk about Kevin Smith. Like he's this, this God of writing, but like, I don't I don't know it I get that he's good at writing candid dialogue but the thing is it's such like it just feels like such a one trick pony kind of thing like if all you got is candid because I've seen a few other Kevin Smith things and and th th that's it th th that's what he does it's just like people standing around talking about bullshit and then that's it it's like he basically channeled that one piece of Tarantino and that that's all that's all there is right like you know i i don't even i don't really like tarantino movies all that much for the most part uh the whole like grindhouse thing it's not really my scene i get that the a lot of people like them and i get why um you know his writing is really interesting and his, you know his just in general his work is interesting to watch and interesting to see it's just not my style in general but the, the thing i like about tarantino and, though is like he's also able to um it just I, I always find that the performances he pulls out of his actors are are phenomenal. He like, is a very good director. Yeah, like go um, watch just the DiCaprio scenes in Django Unchained, and it's just like, oh, and and, and that's the thing is like with Tarantino, the thing I like about him is that he does the whole like Kevin Smith people talking candidly about random things and having conversations, but the thing is the conversations always like go somewhere, and they it. it 
and there's a lot of plot like his stories are complex and uh you know they the, they weave through each other but the thing is like i i just feel like a lot of what kevin smith does is just here have some people making references you understand and, you know it, it just feels so cheap there's there's a bunch of his movies that like that was the that was clerks basically in a nutshell but i mean like uh what was it like chasing amy vulgar um task even as ridiculous mm. as they are they tusk are was they pretty. are way the fuck off that base <laughs> yeah. that's for sure tusk my, was weird my favorite though remains dogma like and I, dogma I, yeah I, dogma's amazing dogma was very 90s well but it was good though <laughs> it's it good night did Elias we not Morse just prove literally god so uh, i mean <laughs> yes like dogma was funny but i don't know a lot of the jokes fall flat and I, I actually did go back and rewatch dogma not too long ago and I remember watching it and going, why did I like this so much? Because it's kind of really stupid. And I mean, that was the thing. And this is what I mean by like 90s movie, that 90s flavor, that like this stupid comedy, this like silly bullshit that could never happen. Everything like, is full of puns. Yeah, like shit's just sort of Movies were treated a lot more like cartoons than they were like live action serious film. Well, you know, for, that it, does describe a lot of the 90s. Yeah. But, like, but, but again, the 90s were, to be totally honest, they were kind of a golden age of sorts. I mean, you know, they we were, just, it was we a lot just, of discovery. Yeah, well, we, we, we just <clears throat> beaten communism, raw, raw, and all that. They were, I mean, it's like. They, they were, they, they were, uh, it's like, I don't know. They were. I, the feeling I get from the '90s is young and full of whimsy. Like, yep, there's nothing I was wrong with say, that. I was going to say juvenile. Yeah, but yeah, um, but like that was definitely of its time, <laughs> and now we don't live in that time, and we feel nostalgia for it, which is why we appreciate it that, so much. Now yeah. we live in a time of hopeless desperation, well, especially after the last yeah. two weeks. <laughs> so, so like, definitely, I will always hold a special place in my heart for the '90s, but. I just have to accept that it's not for the people of today anymore. Absolutely Great example. Not. Go take a look at Power Rangers from the 90s and go take a look at what they're doing with this Power Rangers movie coming out. You don't even have to go to Power Rangers. Look at what look at the progression of the Cars movies, okay? Like movies for children. Cars starts out it's all like fucking like country music and cars and smiling and sticking out his tongue and stupid faces and then the trailer that just dropped for the new cars movie is like super dark and gritty and fucking like just a big ass crash and <laughs> pieces <laughs> flying everywhere and like, cars noir yeah <laughs> <laughs> but but think about like say all the like john the the don bluth uh, cartoons from the night. He's like, those were dark as fuck. The, I mean, We're Back did exist then, which is a very strange movie. We've had this conversation. Yeah. Had this, I know we've had the Bluth conversation, but yeah. I, again, just I'll, I'll point out that in the 90s were not all sunshine and flowers either. In, in and the, I, mean, I so, think we so kind of have a lot so of the DC movies to thank for the gritty movie scene right now. Uh, mostly Marvel, actually. Yeah. Went all gritty. Or, okay. Yeah, Marvel really went in a dark area. It did kind of start with the whole Batman Begins thing, which that is DC, but I, I they they kind of it's it, the superhero. It started with one or the 2000s. other and cascaded to like damn near everything. Yeah, 
Because now it's just a TV show and a movie just can't seem to exist without some sort of gritty plot line. Yeah, yeah. But, at the, but at the same time, no one no one will believe it when it's coming out with like the it, like no one would ever take X, an X Men movie seriously if Wolverine was in his yellow and blue spandex. Like, yeah, that, that's just that's today's audience. Um, it's speaking of like gritty storyline. Um, have you guys heard of the show The OA? Yeah, I've I watched no. I watched a little bit of it. I I, I just finished it. And I finished it a few days ago, and I still haven't decided if it's good or not. How you feel? Like it's it. It felt like it, when it first started out, and you're starting to learn about what happened and what's going on. It's like super fucking interesting. And then, like that last episode happened, and I'm just like, um... it. It so far, so far, I can realize that basically what happens is, is that like it walks in the room. You're all excited. It fondles you you a little bit. You get confused, and then it's like, okay, see you later. And then yeah. just and leaves, and you're just like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Well, <laughs> did you describe a TV show or your Saturday night? Well, uh, that's like, mom and dad. <laughs> it, it at first it started out and felt re- like it was really going in this interesting philosophical sci-fi ish direction, right? And then it just sort of, it kept going and you're like, interesting, interesting. And then it just sort of, it feels like it just like lost, lost the plot and rambled off into fucking nothingness. nothingness mm. And then just went, that's the end. And you're like, was, was there a point or a message in any of that? You're just like, like who done it? Like, like, that's <laughs> the thing is, it's like, they're setting up all this in, all these interesting premises and then just sort of. And that's the end. And you're like, I... now is this a case of one of those shows that got canceled? Or no, they're they're planning on a second season. Oh, it's that's probably the, why. The last episode, they just sort of like they basically make you doubt everything, and then go the end. And you're like, boy, you didn't. You, you, there, there was no closure to fucking anything. What was that one uh, Hemlock Grove? Yeah, did a similar thing. No, uh, Hemlock Grove actually ended though. Like that's the thing is like in this there was no resolution, there was no point, there was no punchline. It just like it it felt a lot like a bunch of things happened and the end. So Mass right? Effect 3. Uh yeah, kind of. Like you're just like there was no philosophical point. There was no Sorry, spoilers, by the way. Yeah, uh, you know, it's just sort of like uh, they do a thing and then the end happens and then they run. I think at this point, the fact that people found the ending of uh, Mass Effect 3 disappointing is not a spoiler. No, <laughs> yeah. Let's be real. <laughs> that, that may that may be known at this point. Uh, I just I really didn't think it was that bad. I mean, I, I get I get why people were mad, but I think also people put shit on a pedestal to to a fucking point where nothing can meet those standards. Well, <laughs> and then they just can't enjoy life because their fucking standards are Well, for me like I would have even uh, with Mass Effect 3 like I would have even taken like an Animal House style ending where it was like, you know, after the mission, Garrus Vakarian went off to have three kids with that flexible female. Uh, you know, right? Like, you know, like, like something. Like have the little text in exactly. there. Yeah, no, like, like the, the animal house ending. Yeah. With the... I think the big thing is that with Mass Effect, like there have been Video upon video upon video about why endings can ruin entire productions, 
right? Like and the, the last episode of a series can ruin the whole series. The last page of a book can ruin the whole book. And certainly the last fucking five minutes of a game can ruin an entire series. It, it is true. And the thing is, uh, like, I can't remember like what the actual like reasoning and stuff behind it, but it is a notable thing. Like people, when it, it's sort of like, it's like you're going to buy this car and you're looking at this car and it's beautiful paint job red well, i mean it, just think about it like, like the picture that like you really enjoy it. and then somebody's like that guy has a sixth finger <laughs> and they're like fuck <laughs> i can't unsee it, well, yeah. and that's the thing is like you're looking at this car beautiful paints pristine mirror polish <laughs> fucking like there's there's a you know two-door roadster top works perfectly it hasn't faded at all and you look at the engine, looks perfect. It's awesome. And the guy's offering it to you for cheap. Couldn't be better. Then you get in and then you find out it doesn't turn on. And you're like, great. You were, you were perfect right up until that point. And then it's just, it's useless now. I mean, it, it, like, you know, or it's like buying a brand new monitor. You get it home and you find out there's a dead pixel. You'll never not look at that pixel. Well, yeah, but I mean, at least in that case, you can you can take it back or anything. Sit but, I mean, there staring at it. The like, thing the thing that made it so heartbreaking for so many people, myself included, with with Mass Effect is, you know, depending on how exactly much you did side missions or this, that, or the other thing. Like, I had close to a hundred hours invested in my Shepherd from one to three. Like, and and even before three came out, I actually went and like replayed one, replayed two, like with the same, like because you could carry over the saves and everything. Oh, okay, right. So that I had my memory refreshed of what was going on and and who people were and things like that. And then I go into three, and I probably I should probably more than a hundred. Now I'm thinking about it because like three was a long game, and and again, full credit to the writers and the the guys who make that game, and not to belittle their work, right. 99.5% of Mass Effect 3 was an absolutely phenomenal game and it did such a good job of it did so much to close off so many stories and it finished all these these different interactions and and people lived and died based on what you'd done in the other two games for the majority of that game. And then the ending happened. And I was not expecting a happy Disney ending of my shepherd skipping off into the sunset holding Liara's hand and having a bunch of Asari babies. Um I wasn't expecting something that nice and fluffy, but at the same time, I wasn't just expecting, would you like door number one, two or three? Here's the end credits. Yeah. I was just like, I mean, it was like, it was like a ruined orgasm. It's well, just, it's, it's well, just like in the, in the, the, ah! the, the big thing that it did though, is it took a lot of consequence out of the game. Right? Yeah, and that's what, it, that's, that's, what, that's why I say you, I would even take an animal, animal house ending. Cause I absolutely appreciate how brutal it would have been to program you know, let's even say 10 different branches to take uh, into account everything you've done in the last well, three games. And even then, programming in 10 different branches isn't as hard as people say. It, I mean, especially for a company like that, mm -hmm. like these big AAA debt. Come on, man. Like, it's like an extra 10 grand. Like, just fucking do it. You're going to make that back on the fucking first day. Like, you, you know what, though? As much as as much as that kind of was like, ah, that's not great. You know, I still really enjoyed the journey getting there. Right? Yeah, and, and, and I think that was, I was just like, it sucks that I can't make this my focal point. I'm not going to well, let it ruin the rest of the journey. It does suck, but it's much like, it's much it, like Fallout 4. Yeah. Same, yeah. same kind of style. I was like, I really enjoyed getting here. So I'm going to focus on that and I'm well, going to appreciate it, that. And the, the thing is, is like I was saying, is like, you know, it's like, there's no punchline, right? It's to me, it's like a joke 
where it's setting up to be funny and you're already grinning and then you get to the punchline and it's just it, it cheapens and attains the experience yeah, to think it, like the, the build-up for something that you think is going to be so and it is it's exactly like a ruined orgasm just the anticipation and the build-up is like everything you're looking forward to and then if the ending just sort of falls flat like your dick then <laughs> It's not satisfying. No. And it's ruined is, all of the anticipation up until that point. And that's the thing is like, uh, uh, what's the point of a lot of this media, right? Uh, they want to tell a story. And the point of any story is to, well, make a point, right? The, any good story has a point it's trying to make. It has uh, it the punchline, right? It has the message. But the thing is, if you just go and then pick your message, Right. It, like it, you're looking at it. You're like, no, I want to know the story that you were trying to tell. Right. Uh, Not like a Goosebumps. Future yeah, on adventure, exactly. Finger on the page. Yeah, right? like, it, it's like the reason that the people like this option. Kill me. Things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, well, no, I didn't like, take like, my finger off of it. Like, let's look at Steven Universe, which is arguably some of the better writing that we have right now it's in, in the world of media. Steven Universe has some pretty fantastic writing. Um. I I barely even watch the show, right? But the few oh, I've I've seen all of it. I certainly agree. Well, and that's the thing. I, I've watched a bunch of episodes. Uh, you know, I just recently watched the latest <clears throat> and the it, latest like drop of like the five episodes they just released all at once. I do look forward to those. Yeah, and like you know the the writing is fantastic, and if you look at it, there is a beginning, middle, and fucking end. <laughs> right? There is a point. There's a message. There's a gotcha. Right. There's the thing that makes you go back, look at everything that just happened and go, oh, yeah. See, I like, like how we're talking about all of this after the discussion about clerks. <laughs> Seems to have come full circle. Like this is the end of the conversation yeah. here yeah. where well, we come to our conclusion. But like, yeah, like if you're it's, it's kind of like an essay as well. Like if your conclusion just doesn't really tie everything together, your argument falls entirely flat. Yeah. And your professor will skin you alive. Yeah. Yeah. It's just and, like, and the just professor like, in this case is just the viewers that you're trying to impress with just, your story. Just fucking end your essay with you know with your concluding paragraph being like, so in conclusion, think whatever you want. In conclusion, <laughs> like, the spaghetti I had this morning was really good. Yeah, and, and then the professor looks at it and goes, "But you, but nineteenth century what mind freak? What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway." <laughs> we've rambled on about a that for bit. a while. Um, so uh, now, yeah, now that we've talked about the the golden age that is uh, the nineties, yeah. <laughs> let's bring it into Let, the uh, post apocalypse and well, so not post the apocalypse in progress. Yeah, is, speaking, uh, speaking of fallout and so, predictable futures. <laughs> yeah. So for those of you who have very reasonably hidden your uh, face under a rock for the last week and a half, Jesus uh, Christ, has Trump ever had a great start to his new job? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of things have happened. Uh, there was, well, there's the Muslim ban that happened, that thing that everyone's freaking out about, rightfully so. It's kind of brutal and kind of bullshit. A little awful. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a little awful. Yeah, just a, just a little. It's a little, little Hitlerish. Just, uh, just a smidge. Uh, but, so that's a thing that's terrible. Uh, in other news, uh, Trump made the news for not doing anything at one point. That that happened when he decided not to actually scrap the LGBT protections bill that people were worried he was going to scrap. So uh, the the U.S. president made news by not doing something, which is 
That feels special. Yeah, but at, but at the same time, though, aren't they drafting that whole religious protection thing? I don't fucking know. I'm not paying attention to that until it happens. Like, that's the thing with Donald Trump. It's like, you, d- you don't you'll, know you'll, what's going to happen. You'll pay attention until to it, it when it happens. Yeah. That, that sounds well, fair at this point. You know. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot there, but there there was a different thing I wanted to talk about. Does it does it rhyme with uh, alcohol? Black uh, blives bladders. No, actually, it doesn't at all. <laughs> um. Uh. Oh my God! I'm about to sneeze, but it's not coming. Ah, <laughs> Start the oh, lights. I hate it. At the lights. I hate it. I hate it. Okay, it's no. not happening. Um. So I want to talk about. Something that happened at, uh, was it UC Berkeley? I think it was UC Berkeley. UC uh, Berkeley? So, uh, do all of you guys know who Milo Yiannopoulos is? Sort of. No. Uh, okay. Milo Yiannopoulos. Extraordinaire. We've talked about him before. Yeah. Is this like the Great Gatsby? Like, he's that got kind a of funny thing? name. <laughs> well, okay. he's Greek. So, Milo Yiannopoulos is a porn star. How do I put this? Uh, the next president. An asshole. Registered sex offender. Uh, no. Registered asshole. He's an asshole. <laughs> He's unregistered, thank you Is very he surrounded much. by assholes? Yeah, uh, usually. Uh, he is an asshole, for sure. Unfortunately, he's an asshole who every once in a while makes a good point. Um, oh, so, this is the guy you are talking about last week. No, that was uh, Ben Shapiro, who is also an asshole, who every once in a while happens to make a good point. Uh, Milo makes significantly less of them. Uh, but the thing is, Milo is one of those, uh, like super freedom of speech advocates. Uh, he's also, again, an alt-right kind of asshole, but he, I have to agree with his defense of the, of freedom of speech in North America. It's important. Freedom of speech is huge. We need that. That's a good thing. Most of the rights that the LGBT community has is because they were allowed to ask for them. Um, so Milo was giving a talk at UC Berkeley the other night. Uh, I believe it was actually just last night. And like most of the time when Milo goes to give a talk, um, people were protesting, which that's fine. Totally good. People are totally allowed to protest. I don't agree with people doing what the protesters usually tend to do, which is block pathways and not let people go to it, which that's just dumb to me. Like, you're not going to win people over by harassing them and stopping them from doing things they want to do, right? You, you, you know, I think it's a little... You have to convince them, right? You you have to talk to them. You have to convince them. The, well, yeah. I mean, the freedom of expression does kind of work both ways. Exactly. Say right? your piece, but don't, well, you know, actually. Like I said, as somebody. much as I disagree with a lot of things that Milo says, freedom of speech is important and is the reason that people like me have half the rights they do today. Right? So it, it and it, it, it's actually something that really, really pisses me off right now about the radical, uh, like, because there's the radical alt-right, but there's also the radical left. And it's something that's been pissing me off about them because they're basically saying that your freedom of speech ends where my feelings begin, right? They're, they're demanding, Ooh. yeah, they're demanding that people 
have to like legally must use specific language they're demanding that people be banned from speaking and it's like no that's not how this works uh you know and, and what was it game of thrones you know uh the uh, peter dinklage if you cut out a man's tongue you're not proving him wrong you're only proving that you fear what he might say right that whole thing and and, and that's actually a lot of what the alt-right has been thriving on when the left wing protesters go fucking crazy and do a bunch of stupid shit they turn around and go see all of the left wing is a bunch of stupid idiots look what they're doing nobody should listen to them and then people go oh yeah maybe i shouldn't they're all crazy i don't want to be associated with that and then they stop agreeing like they stop talking they don't they're like, I'm guess I'm voting for Trump now. <laughs> like, you know, that that's what happens. And then you end up with a Cheeto in the White House. Exactly. So UC Berkeley, there's a protest. Milo's giving a talk that uh, set up for the situation. These uh, protests turned into fucking riots. That's what they were. Straight up fucking riots. Actual like people getting beaten with sticks People getting pepper spray. There was a girl who was wearing a hat that looked like a Make America Great Again hat. Uh, a dude walked up behind her and just straight up fucking pepper sprayed her. Just in the face. Uh, for having this hat on. Turns out it wasn't a Make America Great Again hat. It was some parody. Make some other bullshit great. Right? It was not an actual Trump hat. But she got pepper sprayed for wearing it. Uh, Lovely. Dude got knocked out in the streets. There was just ass loads of damage. You know, the kind of thing where they went out, broke a bunch of fucking windows, uh, set things on fire. The, <sighs> there were apparently over a hundred armed people involved in this protest. Wasn't, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't uh, UC Berkeley where the there was the massive, um, like, post game it was a basketball or football game or college football game or something that that team either won or lost i don't remember which one it was and then they just went crazy i don't know i, I don't remember but like just to put it into per into perspective how bad this got here's a screen cap from a video of it Jesus. and basically it's just a bunch of fire. That shit Things is on are fire. on fire. There's just yeah. a bunch of shit. Out. You know it's a riot when there's just a bunch of shit on fire and people running around with fucking bats. Were they, were they riding at a college grade level? Oh, Did you see the pool? They, they yeah. flipped the bitch. <laughs> yeah, so it, it was bad. Now. Not since, not since, what was it, Vancouver? Well, now, <laughs> has more of a bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Now, here's the most disappointing part of this is that, you know, while most of the sane people, you know, that I know are going to be people that are like, yeah, maybe don't do that. That is a shitty idea. Yeah, that's don't that's ever not how you get that. your point across. No. no. And, and like, that's the thing is you can protest all you fucking want. But the thing is, when you start assaulting pepper spraying random fuckers, they beat a dude unconscious with sticks in the street. There was like, I said, shit set on fire everywhere. Hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars of damage. Like, no, you lose. You're done. Get the fuck out. You all deserve jail. 
Yeah. Like you're fucking assholes. But the most disappointing part of this is that people were praising this. They were lauding this. I'm noticing this. The whole resist, resist thing happened. I people I actually respected and trusted on Twitter were on on there calling this great because the Milo event got shut down, obviously, because the police were like, we can't actually guarantee people's safety. Shut everything down. Yeah. Right. Not just the event was everything was shut down. The police were like, we can't stop this. It's just it's just happening. Right. Like, that's the thing. There's only so much police can do in a fucking riot. That's how bad it got to the point, by the way, that police and, were like, we can't do anything. And it was probably, it's, you know, mostly white people. So, of course, they couldn't shoot. Yeah. Privileged fucking UC Berkeley students already the top 0.01% of the fucking 1% that is North America. And they're bitching. And rioting over a guy saying things that they don't like. So, and this is the thing. And it wasn't just people that I knew and trusted on Twitter that were calling this a fantastic, awesome victory, resist. Fucking celebrities, big name people were out there calling this a great victory. And it, it's like, also, by the way, uh, you know, did want to throw out that, uh, you know, like I was saying, if you're the kind of person that blocks somebody over politics, you're an asshole. Uh, notably, I didn't block any of the people that were calling this a victory. Still think they're assholes, but I don't end friendships over that kind of bullshit. Don't do it. Um, <laughs> this this is this is going to be very 90s of me, but like, yeah, it got shut down, but. At what cost? Yeah, and it's, it's like <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Yeah, like what's the? I don't, I don't understand the. It's like this is great. Yeah, it sure is neat when people get beaten, un pepper sprayed, like unprovoked, yeah. and innocent people and, get hurt. That well, sure and, is neat. And like, like they're they're justifying like this. what happened like, to the peaceful protests yeah, that happened. Well, and they're justifying this like oh, but these people deserve it because <laughs> they're promoting hatred that causes this kind of violence. And I'm like, where? where right there was the mosque attack that happened by the way another terrible terrible shitty shitty event that dude deserves the worst that the world has to offer um and there was things like the mosque attack i every once in a while i also see you know the you know white people doing bullshit right that's a thing it is definitely a thing but here's the thing I'm not seeing the rampant rash of fucking people getting assaulted in the street, pepper sprayed, beaten unconscious with sticks, and having their shit set on fire from the right. I'm not seeing it. I'm, I'm just not. It's not happening. They're not going out and vandalizing Starbucks. They're not going out and fucking destroying an immigrant's fucking limousine that, like, ah, uh, it... You know, I'm I'm not seeing this happening, right? There's there's people posting shit of like their car getting keyed or somebody leaving an angry note, right? You know, like I said, mosque attack that did happen. That was absolutely terrible, right? But again, I'm not seeing these rampant fucking attacks. And like that's the thing is, I, I got in this argument with somebody on Twitter who was saying. Basically saying, like, all these alt-writers, all these Trump supporters, and it's like, you know, I, I was mentioning this before the show. It's like, these same people that are saying, you know, all Trump supporters, all these uh, alt-writers, all this stuff, they're the same people that said not all Muslims after the Pulse shootings happened. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you can't have it both ways. <laughs> you, can, you can't. 
You're making the same argument. You're doing the same thing. You're applying the the bullshit of a small group to a whole. And you're saying, and you're not even criticizing like alt-right, you know, you're not criticizing like alt-right politics going, the alt-right does this and uh, like believes these things, has these policies and that's shitty. Cause that's okay. You get to say that, right? Republicans, alt-right, they do have shitty policies. They definitely deserve criticism. But the second you turn it into people, right? When you go, you're a Trump supporter. So you deserve to get pepper sprayed. That's, that's, the line that's where that stops mm-hmm. like well the other the other concern on that would be is that if you start having more and more incidents like this then um and again i'm very very careful to start making parallels to a certain central european country in the 1930s yeah but at the same time this is the those are the kind of events that uh make people vote for orange assholes yeah the, or that make people with uh chaplain inspired uh mustaches uh start to curtail associations of certain groups exactly um and it's uh, you have to be very very careful before you know say uc berkeley becomes your reichstag yeah and and, uh, it's, and that that's exactly the thing is like people this goes back to like when um i forget what the fuck his name is richard what's his nuts nazi prime uh oh uh, uh the guy who the guy uh, who got Black punched <laughs> oh oh uh fuck yeah nazi prime yeah uh, i like that one yeah richard who the fuck cares um when he got punched and people were like yeah everyone go punch that fuck you you're not helping right all you're doing is you're giving that person now ammunition to go out and fucking go see i'm being attacked we need to we need to crack down on it like that's that's what you're doing you're you're giving them ammo just spencer richard spencer thank you yes uh, someone in chat just mentioned um just fuel the fuel the fire all you do is you just prove them right over and over again and it's just like they're all fucking crazy gun-toting fucking and they're just like we're just sitting over here hanging out while you just fucking all dig your own graves and that's what they're doing they just I, i actually got in an argument with somebody on twitter again somebody i know and somebody that I trust and it was really disappointing and I got in this argument on Twitter about how you know the same thing you can't just sit there and say all Trump supporters are Nazis and deserve all this bullshit no right you can't do that because that is literally the same thing as going all Muslims and trying to ban like it's it's literally the same fucking thing and he tried to defend it by saying yeah well when 90 percent of the alt-right wants literal fucking genocide and then 0.0000001 percent are radical and i'm like come on uh, yeah and i was like come on buddy like 90 percent of fuck are you serious 90% 90% of alt-writers do not want to fu- do they not want con- mass genocide. Yeah, I, they don't that's... want, they do not condone violence. They do not condone fucking murder at all. You can't tell me that 90% of people do, right? People aren't that evil. Are there a few of them? Definitely. There are definitely some big fucking assholes. Most of in them are that in cabinet group. now. Yeah. Right there is like, but that, that's the thing is I haven't seen one, uh, one person calling for actual fucking genocide, right? Like, you know, the, the Muslim ban, that's really stupid, but it's a far cry from fucking genocide. And that's the thing. And then, and then I also said like, you know, but in Islam, definitely more than 0.000001% of them are radical, right? That like, you know, you can't sit there and fucking exaggerate to try to like prove your like what point are you trying to prove that it's okay to do this to one group but not another like that's the thing is like group 
guilt either exists or it doesn't. And in my mind, it, it doesn't, right? You can criticize the policies. You can criticize what they teach all they want. But the second that goes from criticizing the ideology and into criticizing people, that's where, like, that's where it stops, right? You can't, you can't apply what a group is doing to an individual. You can criticize a group, but you, like, like, you can criticize alt-right. You can criticize a religion, but you can't criticize the people in it. You know, like if that makes sense. And you can and you can not agree with I mean, yeah, you know, I there's definitely been, you know, not not great things like you just mentioned from the right. You know what I mean? Like it's it's, it's definitely it's, bullshit. It's it's not mm-hmm. you. We're not saying it's we're not saying it's but, good. It's just it's not it's not kind of the you violent attack brutal over it. Then that's what's happening is. It's become it's become the the face that like no matter how bad they do now it's like it's always going to look worse on the other side because they're they just they want to take more brutal fucking action that's just yeah. going to make them look like shit. Well, and it's it's all like the anti fod fucking douchebags that I see running around, and like that's that's the thing too is it's like you know. Uh, do people in the is there right wing terrorism? Definitely, like I said, the, the fucking human piece of garbage that is the guy that shot up that mosque right yeah he he deserves the worst that humanity has to offer i have no no sympathy for him at all human garbage salt mines in baffin island just the fucking bury him in the salt up to his neck and just leave him there right like he deserves terrible terrible things Right. That is absolutely bad. But the thing is, he needs to be judged as an individual. And the things that he does can't be used to look at other Trump supporters and go see what you did. Yeah. One guy opposed to, you know what I mean? You can you can look at the alt right ideologies and go see these ideologies are dangerous. Right. It's the difference between uh, and I've said this before is the difference between country music sucks and people who like country music suck. Right. There's a very important line in between those two statements yeah. and people need to pay attention to that. It's, it's the difference between almost like, I, I guess like a narrowed opinion or a personal opinion and then becoming like yeah. a group like this fucking it's, group, like painting everyone with the same brush, which is an it's okay. criticizing a group versus criticizing individuals by that group. Yeah. Which is not, thing, which you can't do. Well, you can, it's just fucking stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and like, that's the other thing. And it, it, you know, people are like, yeah, but the right is doing all this hate, hateful, terrible things. And it, it does the right have some barbaric ideologies that I definitely don't agree with and think are dangerous. Absolutely. But duh, in my mind, does <laughs> Islam have some very barbaric values that in my mind are dangerous? absolutely it's it's, so what we have here is a difference of opinion and guess what you can't do with differences of opinion fucking attack people like it's it's the it's the uh it's it's not better it's better right now or it's better than you right like it's 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 not like neither side it's the fucking trump hillary argument exactly yeah is exactly what it is it's not neither are really optimal at this point. No, but one is kind of not being a big a dick as you are. Yeah. So this side is going to look a lot more preferable. Yeah. Co- in comparison. Well, and, and like I, I don't know, and and I see this in like there was other people on Twitter posting stupid stats of like you know remember CSIS says that right wing terrorism is the number one threat 
and I went and I looked at it, tried to find any kind of source I could. And the only thing I could find is one that said that CSIS uh, has found that about 17% of lone wolf attacks are right-wing nationalists and or white supremacists, right? Versus 15% Islamic versus 13% extreme left-wing, right? And people, and I'm like, okay, and, and that's that all it's That doesn't get anywhere close to 100%. Though. Yeah, and, you know, and they're like, but then he's claiming that, you know, this means that white nationalism is the number one threat. But the thing is, he didn't talk about the 40% of attacks that have no clear motivation for lone wolf attacks. And like, that's the thing is, this was specifically just lo- numbers for lone wolf attacks and it was globally. And I'm like, so how did you take that and extrapolate to white nationalism is the number one cause, threat? Because the like, largest distinct threat alternative was Alternative facts tell. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing is, you know, that's what's happening. Is the, you the, said it. The extreme left yeah, was, was fucking freaking out about this. <clears throat> but the thing is, they're inventing their own alternative facts. I- Okay. Like, okay. Like, so, oh I god. Just, okay. That gives I me such like a good. I feel like I'm sec- watching oh. a bunch of people try to fight stupid with fucking stupid. So, so, so well, imagine for the right. This, <laughs> so imagine if you will. Okay. This is this is I'm sort of this, a picture. <laughs> this is sort of the scenario I've built in my head. Okay. So there's a there's a left and a right. Okay. And the left is like, I love I love dogs. Dogs are the best thing ever. And the right's like, well. I don't really like dogs, so I just won't have a dog. Do you like dogs? <laughs> and Why do you hate all <laughs> dogs? And, and, another fantastic and, hang on, movie. and the left, the left is like, I love dogs. I wish I could be around them all the time. Until the dog pisses on the carpet. And then you see the left beating the dog mercilessly. <laughs> beating the shit out of it. And the right's still going... I, I just don't like dogs. <laughs> I just, and that's what's happening. <laughs> I, 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 we should also make the distinction too, because like, you know, I'm definitely left, right? I don't like the major corporations. I do think we need regulation on the corporations. You know, I don't agree with things like the Muslim ban. You know, I definitely left wing. I voted NDP. I voted liberal. Like, you know, it, it's, but there is, uh, there's other, because the thing is, it's like a 3D map kind of thing. There's left, right, but there's also authoritarian versus non-authoritarian, right? Or authoritarian versus liberal. So you've got the liberal left, which is me, which is, you know, smaller government, less regulation, more freedom on people. You can't ban types of speech. You can't rule over people and ban people from talking, Right. And then you've got the authoritarian left, and that's where I have the problem, which is the people like that. That it's communism, right? Authoritarian left is communism. It, uh, it's, it's, it's Stalinism. Yeah, but... it's the, these are the laws. You have to think this way. You have to talk this way, right? You, if you're an oppressor, you're put to death. Kind of situation. Then you've got the authoritarian right. That's Donald Trump. That's Nazis. That's you know, in Pol Pot. Yeah, exactly. They're the, you know, that's the ban all Muslims. That's the bullshit. Then you've got the liberal left, which is, you know, Bernie? Normal people. <laughs> or, sorry, liberal right, which is oh. libertarians. Okay. You know, which in my mind is one of the more lazy political stances you can take uh, because it's just like their whole thing is everything should be legal as long as you're not hurting somebody. 
right? And, and no government, and it's borderline fucking anarchy. I mean, that still sounds better than what's happening. It does. It really does. Because that's the thing. Like, <laughs> like, don't hurt anyone seems if, like a pretty good, like, if we're going to have one unifying rule, yeah, but that they, might as well be it. They've got some crazy ideas, like, you know, the government shouldn't have marriage, period. Like, marriage shouldn't be a thing, because the government has no business being like in it. The, the states have always had issues with, like, the government actually putting their fingers in things. Yeah. And, and I've and never so, understood that. I mean, obviously coming from Canada. Yeah. And I have well, a problem no, with uh, the government putting their things in th their, their fingers in things. Their things in things. Yeah, their fingers in things. But the thing is... Dicks, I, fingers. I in mean, my mind, you know, in, in, in specifically, I have a problem with the government meddling around in what people do and say. The thing is, companies and corporations aren't fucking people. And therefore should not be governed like them at all. Corporations are people, my friend. No, they're not. That was one of the that was one of the things no, that ruined I, American I, politics. Yeah, but like I absolutely agree that things like the government should be regulating things like businesses and those types of laws. Yeah. It, it makes things, sense. I like my minimum yeah. wage laws. Things like money and economy. Those are governmental <laughs> issues. Like yeah. regulating the things that protect people by being a corporate entity. Exactly. Right. It's it's one, you know, but the thing is, then you've got the, the liberal right, which is full blown. Just get rid of the government. We don't we don't need that. Like, you, you, know, you do, though. It's <laughs> it's it's kind of like a necessary evil. Right. Yeah. They. Yeah. You know what? Sometimes they they put their fingers in things and stuff you really don't want them to. But they're, they're but, necessary to keep order. But it, yeah, like it's very, very it's very, very good that they're there to kind of put a little bit of a cap on. And I mean, without that, it's. See, that anarchists, like, you know, like, heavy anarchists don't really understand that people fucking suck. And if you give, if you give the vast majority control over everything, well, like, people aren't necessarily not. You, have you but ever read Hobbes? Because you should read Hobbes. No, but here's the thing. Do you, want, do you know, <laughs> well, do you want to know what fucking anarchy looks like? The Middle East. Syria. Right now. That, that's what anarchy looks like. It's, it's not it's not all it's cracked up to be like, no, like no, it's not like come right you know well, like come the, to anarchy you know, land an anarchy, where anarchy is how gets done. here's your ak i do recommend it, finding a hiding place anarchy, yeah, this, like, this conversation how, happening right now this is like anarchy yeah we're well, all trying to talk at the same time nobody's truly listening anarchy and like anarchy, yeah anarchy <laughs> but like, nobody can truly make their point right well and anarchy is how isis happened like uh, that that's what caused isis is a vacuum of power nobody in charge doing things to stop shitty people from just fucking taking over doing well, what like, they want and yeah. like you were saying like i truly don't believe that people are evil but they are greedy as fuck yeah and, and that's what happens somebody <laughs> wants the power so somebody takes the power maybe those people are evil yeah by the way also if you are on the authoritarian left and you think that just Communism is just the greatest, and we need to do that some more. Good in theory, bad in practice. <laughs> um, I highly recommend you go and you read a book called The Gulag Archipelago. It is a, and it, I, I want to make jokes, but I like it. Seriously, go read it. It is a dark and terrifying, terrifying account of what actual communism looks like what actual authoritarian leftism looks like and it is it is not good it is it, i've mentioned this before we're talking signs saying remember don't eat your kids 
Okay, like that's how bad it got. There are scholars, actually, uh, the the University of Toronto guy. He said, imagine, uh, like, just try to imagine how bad it could have been. You're not even in the ballpark of how bad it got. You're not even close. The worst you think it could have been, you're still not even close. So, I don't know. I'm a historian by trade. So, it, it was bad. Right. And that's the thing is like, you know, that's not I think good. this is for the so, layman person. Uh, uh, probably. But anyway. Yeah. Mouse. Yeah. There's yeah. a piece of shit. <laughs> that was a bad time. Let's not do that again. Right. People are worried about, you know, us going into like nationalism, which fascism. Oh, that's bad. Let's not do fascism. That's kind of that kind of led to a, some significant historic events that some people may or may not remember. We need a happy um, political meeting. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's the thing is like, you know, it, it, like like right now, I really don't want to feel like I have to choose between the people that are getting compared to Hitler and the people that are getting compared that are to acting Stalin. Like Hitler, Stalin. Stalin. right? Like, yeah, like right now, the political parties are these basically choices are good. <laughs> pick Hitler or Mao, and I'm like. Uh, not yeah, Hitler or reverse Hitler. I mean, <laughs> they're both kind of Hitler. None of these are good. I don't want these. These are bad. And it's a horseshoe effect too. It is right. Like the the further to the extremes that you get, the closer they look to like like each other. Yeah. Meanwhile, every absolutely. all of the normies in the middle are sitting here like, <laughs> please don't <laughs> kill us. What the please fuck is going stop. on? Please stop. Meanwhile, right. you've got like the SJWs holding guns to your head going, did you just fucking misgender me? You deserve to die. And you go, no, no, I didn't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. I mean, ma'am. I mean, oh, God. Don't, Whatever you don't say. shoot and then, him. And then immediately the right is like, did you just say it? Did you just validate trannies? Ah, you die now. And you're like, no, wait, stop. Please don't kill me. Like... <laughs> you're, fu- you're fucked meanwhile, if you do you're fucked if you don't you can't right? please everyone and That's... then meanwhile ammunition uh ammunition manufacturers are just going good yeah good. <laughs> let, let there be war <laughs> i would just like to take that moment uh... to say that i think we should take a commercial break with our friendly folk car <laughs> I, I like how saber put it don't kill me i just have a nuance a p- nuanced opinion help me please uh <laughs> Uh, shit's fucked, yo, and we just really have to <laughs> support each other in these really shitty times. I want, I want a radical middle, for fuck's sake. Can we just have that? Can we have radical centrists? <laughs> Is that you, a thing? How the fuck are you a radical centrist? Um, I, I, I don't know, but like, I, no. I'm all for it. Whatever it is, I, start, I want that to happen. I'm going to start a political group based entirely on radical moderates i'm just imagining you in parliament just <laughs> holding a gun to ambrose and trudeau and say, no um, you're both gonna sit there and you're gonna discuss this like civilized people what what's mr that, speaker what's that one day where like everybody like law, uh, laws are not a thing and so like everybody starts killing everybody what's that thing the purge yes. yeah uh you know what? If if this was, let's let's boil it down. If politics aren't your thing, boil it down to a restaurant, okay? Uh, and if you go, it'll be like, how would you like your country? Your choices are super sandwich, hot and hot and spicy, so hot and spicy that you can't eat it, or bland and tasteless, yeah. so bland like and tasteless that you can't eat it. Yeah, <laughs> the, the two items on the menu are the boiled chicken or the fucking ghost pepper chicken. Pick one. That's all you you get? 
And it's like, I would like my country medium, please. <laughs> like, I would like it's medium rare, please. No. Uh, extremely but don't medium. you feel like you that's part of the problem? The, like, the, the outer <laughs> side is like all burnt and crispy, and then the inside is like all... You know, frozen yeah, raw. still. I, actually, I think I just came up with the name for that video series. I I was uh, I uh, want I was I've been working on. I've actually started typing out a, a script already. So I I'd expect a video for that soon. By the way, uh, but I I was having trouble naming the series, and I think I just got the name because you know how there's rules for radicals, right? I think I'm gonna call it Methods for Moderates. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, right that's, on. I think okay that's what it's going to be called. Because uh, fuck, we need a we need a moderate movement right now. That's that's what we need. A radical moderate movement. Yeah, a radical moderate movement. <laughs> Join oh. us or die. <laughs> Join us or don't. That's fine. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> Join us or don't. That's fine. You're allowed to calm disagree. the fuck down or die. <laughs> uh, that could be an alternative. Uh, Actually, no. That should be your subtitle. Your sub. Your subtext, join us or don't, that's fine. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, be assimilated uh, or not. It's your choice. Yeah. <laughs> be your own person. <laughs> because people should be free to have their own identity. Anyway, uh, we have rambled. <laughs> We've been on this for a while. For a long time. That's okay. It's been a good discussion. I yeah, definitely. Uh, I don't know if you had... Because we don't I'd have say, anything to play for a break. No. Um, so, I mean, like... Uh, we could just take our two minute like water break, and then I can come back with my segment slash news. Yeah, we could uh, do we that. Could yeah, like do that. I think for the for those of us that have news and Car can do his thing, and yeah, a little break I think would be good. Das Nobben. Das Nobben. Oh, Ow. Why? <laughs> Thanks. That, that really hurt. Thanks for that. Why? Why are you punishing me? It should be Tal. Uh. <laughs> I thought I was far enough. Well, it was the oh. room mic. Yeah, oh, no, the room mic bikes. fucked us. Uh, well, Coy that's a thing. Coyote Sky, yes, I have eaten insects at a Mexican restaurant. They were quite delicious. Oop. Yeah, my, no. El insecto. It, it's a thing. My, right. It's the compressor's fucked. All right, it's been okay all, all episode so far. Yeah. And Roland has absolutely pointed out that my... The cunt presser. Yeah. Car, Car was wondering why he looks so short on our podcasts. Because I didn't look nearly that short when I was sitting in that chair, but... Anyway... I'm not actually tiny. Same Eat chair. Anyway. Yeah. All right. And we're back. So, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Carr. And <laughs> sorry, couldn't resist. Uh, all right. So, this is a recording. <laughs> do not adjust your sets. Um, so, a thing. So, uh, in addition to all the other bullshit that's been going on in the last uh, the last couple of uh, weeks So here, much bullshit. Uh, Makes for good comedy, but of course, goddamn. we've also got to have good our comedy, own, terrible politics. <laughs> yeah, we've also got to have our nice maple flavored turds. Oh um, yes, so Justin Trudeau. Uh, <laughs> see, I'm trying not to resort to ad hominem attacks because, I mean, again, as we were talking about before, uh, humans are very tribal. Hey, we're not um, pepper spraying him. Yeah, and again. Trudeau leads one of the most distinguished tribes, that being the Liberal Party. So in the last couple of days, it was what, two days? No, it was yesterday. Uh, so yesterday, Justin Trudeau, uh, or more the, he sent out the Minister for, the, for Democratic Reform to announce that electoral reform is not a part of her mandate anymore. Mm. So uh, as I have ranted about several times before in my segment, um, 
absolute major crystal clear promise of Trudeau was that uh, the 2015 elections was going to be the last election under the broken first past the post system. And then that same system handed him with 39% of the popular vote, 100% of the power. Yep. And then he suddenly realized, oh, right. This is what it feels like to be on the winning side of this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, now, and and of course, like I've already reported on the, the initial, like the ERRE, the electoral reform um, special committee being started and then them presenting their findings at the beginning of December. Uh, and it turned out that the findings weren't quite what the liberals were hoping for. Um, because the liberals were hoping that they were going to recommend a preferential, uh, an, an alternate or a preferential ballot system, which would have most likely favored the liberals because the liberals being the most central of the major parties, right? Somebody who said, well, I'd write, I'd like the conservatives, but I'd be okay with the liberals. And then on the far left, you get people who are, well, I really want the NDP, but I'd rather the liberals over the conservatives. Either way, the liberals end up, well, and, and this is the my more cynical part of <laughs> myself going yeah. sorry mics are falling yeah. You're making adam, my is, mic adam is very droopy right now <laughs> so um the uh, again just very very quick recap is the er the erre had recommended overwhelmingly that uh we should have a referendum between proportional representation of some former variant or keeping our current system like that was basically the gist of their recommendation yeah and i'm vastly paraphrasing and when i say a majority of that was their finding i'm talking like 88 percent of uh all like experts so academics or or whatnot um agreed that we should have preference or a um proportional representation and 80 percent of the common folk agreed like i want to change this system and what's frustrating is that Trudeau's justification for dropping the first the the electoral reform was that there was no clear consensus uh, among Canadians of what we should be changing the system to, and it would be uh, far too damaging and destabilizing in a period of uh, global uncertainty. First off, democracy is not a fucking consensus; it's a compromise. Yep. So, and the entire point of a proportional representation system is that it forces more compromise because it is very, 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 very fucking rare that you're ever going to actually have a majority government formed because the idea of more than fifty percent of a country agreeing with you, unless you're starting to fix voting systems or your only choices are Stalin or Gulag, um, you're not going to get that high of a of a popular vote. No. And you're going to have to start forming coalitions and you're going to have to start making compromises. And and like, I've talked to people like, like I actually had this discussion with my dad about the whole proportional representation thing. And he was saying that he doesn't want it because then it'll just be minority governments all the time. And I'm like, that's kind of a good thing. Cause that that forces partisan, like nonpartisan politics. Look at what's happened the last time we had majority governments. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and like, that's the thing is like, I don't know. Car, since you're here, maybe you can explain this to me as a political academic historian. What the fuck is actually the point of the fucking party system? What value does that even add? Because in my Uh, mind, in my mind, that whole thing needs to just go away. Like, completely abolish and make illegal the concept of party-based politics. Just gone. Right. So the entire reason and, – and I in of itself do not have a problem with party politics. And the reason why is that 
I do not have the time to get to know each and every member of Parliament. However, I do have the time to get to know three or four major political platforms. And I can know that if I am voting for um, Justin Trudeau or Jason Kenney or Stephen Harper or Elizabeth May or any of the members of those people's parties, like I know generally what I'm going to get with some variation, right? There's going to be, oh, but I am an MP in Calgary, so I'm going to be fighting a little bit more on the side of oil and gas than, say, another member of the Liberal Party might who's from Ontario. Yeah. But overall, knowing that you're voting for a uh, Liberal or a Progressive Conservative or a Republican or a Democrat or a National Socialist... Uh, you know what you're going to generally get under that that wrapping. <laughs> you just had to drop the national. So of course I did. But I, again, it's you know what you're getting with those parties, and that's why party I, politics and of themselves is valuable. Now the problem becomes when everything the party says is writ law, and if you deviate from that, you're kicked out of the party or um you're good luck ever getting a cabinet post yeah. or, or anything like that and well, that's that's where you're starting to put problems because especially when you have a first past the post system the the problem we have with that system and the, the reason it's supposed to be good is that you can count on your local representative having a general set of values because they're a liberal but that they're also going to fight for the interests of your writing yeah unfortunately we don't get the second part a lot no no we don't um, and that, that's where, uh, and, or labor or yeah, the, for you folks that are in Australia or in Great Britain, I actually, I know the, the labor party is very similar to the liberals in Canada, just for, for our folks that are listening, uh, out of country. Um, and yeah, so again, and, and party politics have existed since like the Roman days, right? It's like when you've got senators up for election, you knew that they were a, a Gracchan or a, um, a Caesarian or like, you know, generally who was backing them and the kind yeah. of general values they'd hold. It helps for screening, basically. Um, because the problem is, too, is that even if you were to try to abolish party politics, you're still going to end up with those sorts of banding together of people going, oh, so, you know, I like you and I like you. And you get these factions that would form yeah. anyways. I don't know. Parties just make it formalized. It, is, it, is, it fair, is it fair to say that, that party politics would be like, would be like the beverage aisle down uh, in, a, uh, in a grocery store where you just have a row of cartons that say juice? <laughs> actually, like, actually a better a better comparison might be if you have let's say you have coca-cola then you've got uh co-op brand red coke and then or red pop and then you've got co-op brand blue uh, pop. okay you're, you're gonna know that the pepsi and the blue pop are gonna taste mostly the same um one of them might just have a more distinct flavor a, a more distinct <laughs> flavor right that's your that's your you know you can vote for a conservative you just have two different individuals that are broadly the same thing. Ah, that's fair. Yeah, that, no, that'd be a better fair. comparison. See, and I don't know. In my mind, <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day, and I'm just like, and I was just thinking, you know, I think a whole lot would be a whole lot better if political parties just weren't allowed to exist. Uh, honestly, I it's just you vote for the person. That's the thing. Is at that point, then you don't even have to pay attention to the fucking national level politics, right? The guy is politicking in your writing and that's it yeah. and those and are the only people you have to worry about 
and is the people in yeah. your riding, and, in your local area. And that'd be glorious. The problem is, right, again, Canada is a country of 35 million people. And it's hard enough to get shit done in, let's say, just the city of Calgary. Actually, great example, right? Think about all the bullshit we deal with with municipal politics. We've only got 14 aldermen in the mayor. None of them are on political parties. And they're trying to manage a city of a million people, give or take a couple of like little subdivisions that are under our like jurisdiction, right? And those town call, town council meetings get bad enough. Like, think about just we haven't been able to sort out secondary suites in fucking ten years, <laughs> and that's just fourteen people and the mayor, yeah, with no political affiliation, right? Like no party affiliation. I, I so imagine trying to run an entire country. I I don't with, know how indicative th- Calgary politics is of national politics. Well, though. I, you know, honestly, I kind though, I think... of don't trust anybody in Calgary at all to fucking run anything. But but that's my point. Without <laughs> without the the little bit of unity you get in a political party when you've got like when you've got parliament, right? And parliament is three hundred and fifty members. It, it's just that party politics to me just feels like identity politics with another fucking name. And they are. And and again, and this like, goes back to what we were talking about before the show and what you guys were talking about last week. Camera, I'm looking at you. Stream, I'm looking at you. Politics are not team sports they're not i have in the past advocated for trudeau and i do still agree with several of the policies of the liberal party but i cannot and i will not tolerate this <clears throat> bullshit with dropping the electoral reform well, promise that, that was actually one of the things too is like the the part that got me was all the people you know playing the told you so game oh as, yeah as if it's like we told you not as if this one thing that makes us mad somehow is like, you know, we told you you'd regret voting for them because they're liberal. And it's like, no. It's like, you know what? Fuck a- you for voting for, like, the person that promised change yeah. and, like, provided well, some very enticing And, and it's promises. one of those things, like, told you so doesn't help because just because somebody agreed with a politician on some things doesn't mean they agree with them on all, all things. All you're saying is that the person we voted for is just as shitty as the person you voted for would have been. Yeah. yeah. That's all you're saying. Like, and that, yeah, that doesn't help. That doesn't move a conversation forward. No. And like, it's like, the part that gets me is it's acting like we have to. Guess what? Like, we're never going to vote for Trudeau again. Well, the the part that bugs me is that people are acting like we have, when you vote for somebody, you, you're agreeing with everything they're going to do. I I, I disagree with them the most. Yeah. Yeah, You agree with, this is the person who sucks the least. This is your turd sandwich. Over like a douche nozzle. Yeah. Which seven out of flavor. ten policies are favorable. You may not like the other three, yeah. but that's still okay. So, Majority so seven of yeah, ten. That, may that's vote that's again. the compromise yeah. for democracy. Like yeah. you don't have to agree with everything for the person you vote for. Yeah. You just have to agree with most of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or and again, to uh, a point where you're comfortable. Well, and, and part of the frustration too for for especially uh, folks that um, live out in like in Calgary here, right? I mean, Kent Hare, right? Uh, your you were a member of parliament got voted in because of strategic voting. Yes. Right. Because the, there was enough strategic voting that it was the, the liberal part candidate Kent Hare was able to beat out the conservative candidate in this riding. Um, but if this vote had splitted, split more between the liberals and the NDP, then the conservative candidate would have come up the middle and gone in. Yeah. Um, and that's also why a funny fact too, is you can tell which parties like the current system by what their reactions were. The, the conservatives mostly just kind of did the couple of little like, 
you know, it was um, it was disappointing that they've dropped this promise. Meanwhile, under the table, they're going, yes, awesome. Um, NDP and the Greens were furious. Um, of course they were. Uh, I mean, Elizabeth May, who is the only member of the Green Party in the House of Commons right now. She gets her seat every um, year, though. Well, I mean, she's very, very popular in her riding. Um, but again, that's what you need when you are a smaller party like the Greens. Yeah. Um, she was actually on the ERRE. Um, and uh, again, and she knows, like, back to front that entire report. She wrote half of it. Yep. Um, and again, she's absolutely lambasting the liberals for basically claiming the false. It's like I said, if claiming that there wasn't a consensus in the report when, to be honest... 80% or an 88 fucking percent is pretty damn close to consensus that there needs to be a change to a different system. Like yep. that is about it just as wasn't close. the system they wanted. Exactly. Um, so as also am I want to, uh, as I am always want to do resources. So if this pisses you off as much as me, um, then again, two places that are absolutely trying to counter this and put back out like, uh, and giving more resources. I, to how to I fight already this. signed a petition of some sort. Yeah. So sign petitions, call your member of parliament, uh, contact the liberal party directly, which I have uh, done those contact the minister for democratic reform. Um, again, all this information you can find on parl.gc.ca. Um, you can go to organizations like votebetter.ca or uh, votetogether.ca or fairvotecanada.ca. All three of those are fantastic resources yep. that you can donate to if you absolutely, if you can afford to donate, because ultimately money makes the world go round and awareness makes the world go round. And if these organizations can't get the awareness out and, and that's, I mean, the liberals were thanking the 360 million, uh, 360,000 Canadians who filled out the My Democracy survey that I talked about in December um, that was a terribly misleading survey that they used to justify their, their dropping this promise now. Um, but yeah, it was just, yeah, just go to these places. If you can help them out financially so that they can get the message out even more, yep. um, basically just let the, it, let your government know it, that it, this is not acceptable. It was interesting that, uh, fucking, like, um, do you know who Adam is? Uh, the dude who runs your movie sucks. Not that Adam, <laughs> different Adam. The guy who runs the, your movie sucks YouTube channel. Uh, I don't. But. Oh, okay. Um, I met him a couple times, uh, and it was interesting because he he posted up a tweet. He said, uh, "Predicting it now, Trudeau loses the trust of liberals. People, uh, people now uh, vote now split between NDP and Green. Kevin O'Leary becomes prime minister." Well, and, and that's exactly <laughs> what I'm scared of too, because I don't think that Trudeau has realized truly how much this has hurt his credibility with our generation. Oh yeah, or, or folks younger than us that are of voting age, because this is absolutely. Um, disenchanting for people who voted for him on that whole real change and positive politics and, and all that stuff. Cause well, now we're getting that cynicism of, Oh, this system gets us into power more. So we should keep it. Yeah. Um, because exactly what this is going to do is it's going to do exactly what happened when Harper was prime minister is it's going to split the, the centrist and left vote between the NDP and the liberals again. And again, our broken ass system is going to let yeah Kevin O'Leary or worse, uh, Katie Lyach, Oh, become uh, become <laughs> prime minister. Um, Katie Lynch, by that's the one whose name I couldn't remember the other week. Who's the racist as fuck one? Um, but yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's my been, segment. Live. We have been rambling about <laughs> politics for a long time. So I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I really am. But that's well, okay. Uh, we... That's the thing is that right now, like the the last few weeks, the last couple months, uh, have been very politics heavy, and that's 
Yeah. It it has a lot to do with the fact that uh, the world is what it is. Yeah, well, politics has kind of been the big issue. Yeah. For a while. I don't remember politics being this big in a long time. I mean, time. it's certainly gotten people talking. Yeah. Not a lot of people. I haven't like, seen this many people caring, like giving any shits about politics in fucking ever. It, like, and that, that's actually one of the things like the other week when I was talking about how, you know, you know, I don't oh, like Trump. On but I'm I'm glad he got in because <laughs> look at what's happening. You have people protesting, you have people watching, you have people talking, you have people giving a shit and other organizations stepping up to the plate, right? It it, it made people care about what's happening. And like we used to joke like even on the podcast about how you know there could be a fucking nuclear threat and the Americans would still just be ap completely apathetic to anything political. Well, as long as The right. Apprentice was on. Yeah, oh, and that's the thing wait. is, we used to joke <laughs> about how Americans wouldn't protest fucking anything. Uh, ever. Like, they just didn't do anything. And, and now they are. And now they are. Congratulations. <laughs> With, yeah. That is fantastic. That is great. Um, long story short, um, just don't commit yourself to a single flavor of Coke, guys. Yeah. And try not to commit assault. Yeah, yeah try please. Not to we, assault. we do still request this of you, but good job otherwise. Don't punch people. Um... Like, <laughs> no, two people for, are not on yeah. fire for all of the political discussion and everything else um i i've got something adam do you do you have a motherfucking picture for us i i do have a motherfucking picture if you want to go first tell you right, to the my, 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 mine's just a short one kind of political but i thought it was funny uh, i mean <laughs> i thought i i legitimately thought that was so that made that noise. so they they've they've done it they've they've gone and built trump's wall what? Yeah, that was fast. They built. Yeah. They built Trump's wall. <laughs> Is this wall like the wall between the people that are mad at him and now, the Trump Tower? Now, this wall, it's not where you would expect it. Okay, it's, it's in Germany. <laughs> Hold on. They've tried this once Wait, before. What, what, they, this is this is going to a place that has uh, not a very good. Wasn't history. expecting that M Night Shyamalan twist, were you? <laughs> no. <laughs> We'll smoke um, them out. They built as well. In China. <laughs> at a popular miniature world attraction in, Ger in a German city known as Him uh, sorry, Hamburg. Not <laughs> in a German city known as Hamburg. Hamburg. <laughs> fucking... um, miniature yeah. Wonderland erected the small with <laughs> the wall complete with barbed wire this week <laughs> separating the US from the rest of the world <laughs> oh my god um, i you know what only would have made that story better is if this this miniature world was in berlin <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i mean like i saw this and i just had a bit of a tee hee moment uh they, no, um, it's just—it's one of those things where I hear about the wall. I'm like, when I first heard about it, I honestly didn't believe he would be that stupid. But then he actually but, tried it. But then he actually was, and I was like, "Wow, I underestimated you." Yeah, but, but the, this but, is like the, the Trump supporters that are all like, "Oh, he doesn't mean that. He means like a metaphorical yeah. wall." No, he meant a literal wall. Yeah, no, and, and he's like even even trying. the Trump supporters didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. Yeah. But like, um, I see that, and I'm like, "Guys, when when is when has a wall ever been a good idea?" 
ever uh, in history. Just yeah. the one I, the, I think the, the funniest thing I love on that one is, <laughs> and we're going to make Mexico pay for it. And it's like, all right, that, that's metaphorical. That's a joke. It's, no, no, we're actually going to make Mex- Mexico pay for it. And then Mexico starts going, uh, no, I say we will not pay for the wall. Mm, and, no. then, and then, no, you're actually paying for the wall. No, we are not fucking paying for the wall. Yeah, so You better um, pay for the wall. You're not allowed to come to my house anymore. We're not coming to your house then. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah oh fuck God. your summit. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck your summit. I don't need you, like I don't need your stupid summit. Interna- international political battles are now being fought on Twitter. This is yeah, a historic time. Yeah. So, uh, co-founder Garrett Braun, um, he mentioned that the idea for the wall came up after the staff was discussing whether or not the U.S. display needed changing to reflect their current developments <laughs> yeah uh, well if they wanted to change it to reflect current development just set it on fire <laughs> oh guy with a the, lighter there yeah just they, fucking cover it in gasoline and then throw a zippo now they <laughs> they do say this isn't strictly to uh, uh it wasn't meant to represent trump's wall um but that it was intended to encourage visitors to think about what happens when we build ideological walls around our countries. Uh, uh, Germany, Germany, you might want to be careful with something. <laughs> well, yeah, it was like, pot, kettle, hey, well, they black. would be the experts on that. Yeah, they were not wrong. I but, mean, but like, the I, one thing they seem to have been able to do is like reflect on the fact that, yes, World War II was a bad time for them. <laughs> yeah. but we that did they a can thing. Move, yeah. Yes, but that they can move past it and learn from their mistakes and not keep making them over again. Yeah. I, I know I said fire to the living room rug, <laughs> but Mom, if you buy a Dad. new rug, I will not set fire to it. Uh, anyway. So I enjoyed that. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's um, good on you, Hamburg. That's amazing. So let's see. Do we have emails today? Um, Adam has a picture Adam to paint. Has a oh, you have a picture to paint. Well, yeah. I I don't have to paint a picture. I paint can. us a picture. Paint us a picture. We could use we, it. Yeah, we've been spending the last nearly two hours talking about politics. We could use a picture. All right. Aside from the lovely one hung up behind us here. Yeah. Oh, it's just awful. And we actually just... don't have emails. So. Oh, not okay. a single one. No, no. Well, well, this will this will take place of the email then. Sad face. Okay. So imagine, if you will. As I paint you this motherfucking picture. Imagine, if you will, you're in Shamokin, Pennsylvania. Okay? Or Shamokin. Or really, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but uh, you're wandering around and, you know, you uh, you take a look at your, your cell phone. You keep looking and you're, you're visiting and you're like, man, you know, I, I just want to I just want to call a bunch of friends and and tell them how great this place is. But uh, but you're not you're not getting not getting good cell reception anywhere. So you keep wandering around. I mean, like the, you usually do when you're out in the woods. Yeah, just in, in Shemokin. You, mm. You're you're just no, no, still, still no reception. So I, you're you're not getting reception anywhere. I'm, I'm trying to think of a way to incorporate a the mask joke into this town's name, Shemokin, uh, but it's just not <laughs> Shemokin again with the '90s movies. This is uh, not happening. Um, so. You're you're wandering around and you and you you look over and you you see hey look there, there's construction happening and wouldn't you know it it's a cell phone tower hey! hot damn you're gonna have connectivity again sometime soon but but there's something there's something a little strange about where they're building the cell phone tower because you know the cell phone tower it, the things it's surrounded by I, I don't know they kind of look like like big rocks but 
but you, you wander over there and uh tur- turns out they're fucking graves what no. so and let's 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 all be honest we all really want to make the the sorry you won't get reception here because it's a dead zone <laughs> but <laughs> everybody's fucking thinking it i'm just gonna put it out there so the mayor the, the mayor of shimokan mayor bill milbrand okay is accused of disturbing up to 14 graves to build a fucking cell phone How tower. How big is this oh tower? God. So were they always, Indian graves? Is this like a beginning of a horror story? And, and that's the other thing I was thinking. I was like, this is just straight up going to be another fucking pet cemetery. Like <laughs> only it'll be in no. your phone through the reception. It's like, like white noise. That, yeah. yeah. Like so the 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 mayor of the mayor of Shimokan is uh, is currently accused of disturbing graves. Um, and is being charged for it, which he denies up and down that he hasn't disturbed any graves. Whereas uh, one of the locals actually took photos, spoke with many contractors and asked them, were you building here? And yeah, totally. And basically what they were doing is just dumping truckloads of dirt over top of the graves. Oh my god. So So silly question, because I I have to ask, does the article mention how old this particular graveyard was? Yes, actually it does. It says that some of the graves actually dated are dating back to nineteen nineteen. Oh so not that I was I was expecting to say like Civil War era. Not too too far, but that I'd say I'd say, you know. Any time is enough. To no, not, well, that's that's great, not, not that that excuses it, but I'm just like, um, goodness. so, so with now with all this proof, um, he's currently being charged with 14 counts of, uh, felony vandalism. Um, and, um, they've, uh, well, yeah, they, they actually arrested him. Um, but he's, he has been released. He paid his, he paid his fine, which was oddly enough, only 20 grand. Um, but more than um, I got in the bank. But oh, definitely. But it's but still though, like what? What exactly? What chain of events transpired? I I would like to know. Was there nowhere else they could have possibly built the cell phone tower? That's what I'm kind of thinking. Like Like, those fourteen graves are perfect. I I'd like a I'd like a google layout map of <laughs> shimokan please well, like, so i can figure out if there's any like you know anywhere else but a graveyard to well, build this cell phone how tower? did he think that he wasn't gonna get caught it's, it's a giant like everyone knows like that's why uh, one of the locals is like he's like that's a graveyard no it isn't and like it's straight out of fucking monty python like that's a fucking graveyard that's been a graveyard forever i've lived here forever nope Sure isn't. You're just seeing things. Yeah. Nope. Those aren't graves. Those are just this, markers. This is an X graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's straight up. Like he's just like I'm. Th- th- I'm this just, like this honestly sounds like some shit that would be in like Scooby Doo. Yeah. You I would have got away for you <laughs> away with it too if it wasn't for you meddling locals. Like, yeah, you med- you're the mayor. Like <laughs> was it the same as like Oh, Uncle Irving, I miss you. Can you hear me now? Yeah. <laughs> but what I don't get it too is like, how did none of the contractors go? I, 
Oh, yeah. I don't want this job. <laughs> That's the thing. All the, like, all the contractors there are probably like, the, uh, are you sure this is legal? And they're like, well, like I, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Like, the contractors should be seeing so much of this too. Like that's, and that's apparently, well, that's how they like this, this local got the evidence because, because he spoke with one of the contractors. Cause that's so skeezy. Like it, like, and he was like, did you, did you guys do this? And they're like, yeah. Well, like, the, like, but the thing is like, that's the thing. It seemed a little I reluctant like, to want to they, do it, but what are the rates like, for digging up a graveyard? Well, like, but that's the thing is I kind of understand with the contractors. Cause they go, is this legal? And they're like, well, we got the contract from the they, city right here from the mayor. They didn't office. even, they, but that's the worst part is like, they didn't even dig up the graves. They were just like, let's just pave over them. Like that's, that's what they did. Yeah. They just dumped more dirt on. And they were just like, there aren't graves here. Nope, nope, nope. Like, <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> All right, we, we've got we've got our peanut gallery asking why we care. Um, <laughs> so, um, it's we, the we, principle. Yeah, of we, it. we've, well, we've got our we've got our peanut gallery asking why we care. The, the big thing is is that specifically it's, it's for he was asking why we care because this is graves as old as the turn of the century and all the people who would have known those people are either dead or out of their mind. And to be fair, I kind of agree because I like I never. Well, what, do we, what do we do when the entire world is like a giant gravesite? Right. Yeah, well, well and the, that's the thing is I, I've never been the kind of person that agrees or even really understands the why. Desecration of we, a dead person, well, no, kind of thing. Yeah, well, why we ritualize death so much? We 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 literally do respect people who die more than the ones that are alive today, which makes fucking no sense to me. Or why somebody would spend six grand on a fucking coffin? That's just stupid. Cause holy shit, it's a box for a corpse. Ask the Egyptians they about don't that one. Fucking care. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a pile <laughs> of dead, rotting meat. I don't spend that much on the food I eat <laughs> that's still good and not rotting yet. You paint a lovely picture too. Like, I mean, that's it, it is true. In my mind, right, dead bodies, I mean, just I'm, throw mine I, in the fucking dumpster. I would honestly. like to point out, though, that you are a militant atheist. Yes. So, anti theist. Uh, so, remember that a lot of ritual that goes around ceremonial burial comes out of mysticism of some kind. And um, fear of death. It that, comes out of fear of that death. That would be the mysticism it's, that I mentioned. Uh, but yeah. Anyway. I, I don't know, though. I still, <clears throat> not to get into that discussion, but... I, I still think it's... I I understand where you're coming from. And to a certain point, I definitely agree. I don't necessarily like, think we need... You know, like, you know, people should have, you know, headstones as big as this table. <laughs> like, because they were, you know, like... That's good quality marble there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Joe fucking Joe Johnson was like a pretty cool guy. So he gets like a 3000 pound headstone and a $10,000 yeah. coffin. And I, and I get that, but I, to some degree though, think that if that is, if someone's final wishes are to be like, I want to be in a really nice box and I want to be buried in in a hole. If that's no, honestly, if somebody's like, I want my corpse to be fired out of a cannon, like, like, 
honestly, like during a Lakers game, can like we do that to you? I maybe sure. Go ahead. I honestly, <laughs> I think, honestly, once I'm dead, do whatever the fuck you want to my body. I don't need it anymore. Um, <laughs> don't tell our viewers that. Yeah. Um. But no, honestly, it. I think that whatever is that after we've killed you. Sure. Okay. I. <laughs> well, it, well, like it's well. The, the big thing for me is that the reason the reason it's illegal and the reason that we care is because this is actual property. And the thing about gravestones, you, you pay for that. You pay for that. Spot. Yeah, somebody's yeah. somebody's paid it, to honor somebody. It, that's it ha- there. like we, that we, spot we, has been. We just purchased. had like an entire conversation about not doing shit because it's illegal, immoral, and like it's this standard we've all agreed upon that you don't fucking desecrate a grave. Like, yeah, yeah. that's a law well, that the it, mayor of all people should be upholding. And, and I, like, that's the thing. At least I, move them if yeah. you want that spot. Like, yeah, and, something which like. Granted, I think that there should be some sort of like statutory limits, like on like how long a grave is a grave, yeah, kind of thing. Because but, it does. But the it, thing is, like, it's it, it does get a little ridiculous to be like, yeah, this is forever it, and ever. And that's the thing: is, it is property that has been paid for, uh, that has been vandalized, and that like that's that, what that, it boils that, down to. Really, <laughs> it, so it, it's just it, it's a matter of, of property uh, law to me. So and like that's shitty. And like I get that. There okay, are so people, somebody wants to eat you, tell. Yeah, uh, <laughs> apparently man, you would make a great the, steak. The chat is going crazy, calling me a steak. Um, <laughs> but yeah, never heard so that one before. To me, it's just property law. Uh, but it, I don't know. It's it's shitty. Uh, regardless thing to of what do, your beliefs on this matter are, as well, like it, there are a number of reasons this is not okay. Well, and it's a shitty thing to do to people who want to go and see the grave of their Visit, dead fucking yeah. grandma, right? Yeah. You know, it, 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 that sucks. Like it's to part do of to the mourning process, burying somebody that you cared for, and a I, relative or I someone. Get that these things are old, and like some of them are from like nineteen nineteen, but. There could be like family graves. I I don't know. But what, if, what about like like here's a th- what about a compromise? Okay, like yeah, you know, one day there's going to be a whole lot of dead people in there. there yeah. Well, go look at yeah. some of like the big grand graveyards that are in like Germany or Russia or like yeah, like but, there are some epic graveyards out in Europe. And that's and that's I understand that eventually there's just not gonna really be enough ground for everyone, you know. Yeah. And that's but like, what about a compromise? What about like, you know, let's give them a plaque or let's give them a something somewhere in a place that they can go look that's not the size of a body that takes up a certain amount of space. And they already right. do that, but I mean for everyone. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, oh, for... it's like those uh, above ground tombs that they have in like New Orleans, where it's like just you get you get a box, and then but the thing is, right above your box, there's another box. There's another yeah, box. Yeah, see, and that's like, like, like that's a huge faux pas yeah. burying people on top of other people, like <laughs> which it, it seems like the most practical solution if you want to bury yourself. I'm getting cremated. It's like graveyard apartment buildings. That's no. That's exactly what it <laughs> or is. Or like those actual like apartment buildings or, in Japan. Or uh, yeah, Japanese <laughs> capsule the, 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 the hotels, not apartment. Japanese <laughs> capsule hotels, which I will be sleeping in. Oh, next oh month. Oh my god! Enjoy that. Yeah, oh, I, oh awesome. I definitely take going pictures. To. I want to see that. I I'm, absolutely love though how right now the chat is actually legitimately discussing the preparation of uh, of towel. It's I love you guys. I, I don't know how good the marbling would be. Probably be kind of like grisly and It'd probably be like more like a ribeye. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's got to be slow or pressure cooked. Put it on a George Foreman grill, just yeah. <laughs> sizzle the fat right off. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Drains right <laughs> off. George Foreman's new weight loss program. <laughs> anyway, we have been rambling uh, for a while. How about George uh, Foreman? Yeah. <laughs> for we, at least 30 seconds. We've been talking for a while. Uh, so I uh, think I am going I, to I, call I, the episode here. We didn't get any email. We've been right? gone for two no, hours and there's no email. So no email. I think this is uh, a good time to call. Uh, and I think that there's been a considerable, considerable, blah, 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 considerable, shamokin. Um, considerable amount of people in the chat that could have sent us email this entire time, but didn't. But didn't. So, uh, but the discussion's been good. Yeah. Like, the, so the, the chat bad. is hopping. So, uh, but yeah, I think with that, then, uh, what I would like to do is thank everybody for giving us a listen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we'd definitely like to thank all of our listeners and all of our patrons as well. Thank you. you. Awesome. An ass load. It is great. Um, Definitely want to give a shout out to Omari and Scream Fox thank for you, the you, logos you, and the music, respectively. We would also like to give. We'd also like to pimp out our website, uh, unfurled.net. There yeah. are links to everything we do there, uh, including links to our YouTube page, links to our Telegram, our Twitter, our iTunes page, all of it. Can be found there. If subscribe. You, yeah, if you are watching on YouTube, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, all that. Um, I definitely like to hear from you. I actually just uh, <laughs> replied to an interesting comment about Tool on one of our other videos. Um, uh. Yeah. Also, um, if you would like to contact us, get a hold of us, there is a contact form on our website. Again, that's unfurled.net. Or you can just email us directly. And the email is us at unfurled.net. That's U-S, U-S. at unfurled.net. Uh, and with that, uh, good night. I'm out. Okay. Kissy noise. Bye. Yep. And you guys <laughs> you guys get Vox back next week. And I'm so glad you're back because I don't have to do the kissy noise thing. So That was weird. It just felt strange. It just wasn't the same. How, how dare you tell? <laughs> how dare you? We sold you out, Adam. Do yep. It. For a newer model. Do it. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Or newer sloucher model. Doint. 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 Uh I feel I feel like that's anytime Trump does anything. That should just Doint. No. Should, should <laughs> yeah. be the Doint. Stop. Uncle. It should be the don't uh Oh my god. Stop uh, I gotta tell mom. You're forgetting the uh, at uh the end. You tell mom uh, 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 yeah, Oh my god, end the episode <laughs> The okay. episode's over uh. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye people, right. good night And as and as per usual <laughs> We love you And we'll miss you And beware Foxilla <laughs> <laughs>